This is the Regular Pastor Podcast, a podcast devoted to regular pastors and regular churches. My name is Landon Coleman. I'm a regular pastor at Emmanuel Baptist Church in Odessa, Texas. You have somehow made your way into Season 4 of the Regular Pastor Podcast. Welcome. In Season 4, we're talking about books, and we're talking about ideas, and we're talking about the ministry of regular pastors and what we can learn about books and how we can apply some of the ideas in those books. So each week, uh, we're looking at a specific book here on week one. We are going to start with a book titled Christianity and Liberalism by J. Gresham Machen. I think most of my uh, pastoral career, I thought it was Gresham Machen, but uh, I'm now told it is Gresham Machen. So the book is published by GLH Publishing out of Louisville, small publishing house, book's 133 pages. It has an introduction and six chapters, so it's an easy easy read and a quick read. This book was originally published in 1923, so we're coming up on 100 years old since uh, Machen published this book. The reprint or the republished version that I'm uh, looking at and holding in my hands now is from 2019. So just a little bit about Machen. Machen lived in the early 1900s. Uh, he was a Presbyterian, and once he determined that the liberals had effectively taken over Princeton and the Northern Presbyterian Church, he split, and he helped establish Westminster Theological Seminary, the Orthodox Presbyterian Church, and the Independent Board for Presbyterian Foreign Missions. Many times, Machen is referred to as the last of the great Princeton theologians. So, lived in the early 1900s, died in 1937 uh, at the age of 55. The basic idea of this book is really simple. Machen's point is that liberal Christianity, uh, talking about theological liberalism, liberal Christianity is an entirely different religion than historic Christianity. And he says this almost out of the gate, uh, page one, the introduction down at the bottom of the page. He says, The great redemptive religion, which has always been known as Christianity, is battling against a totally diverse type of religious belief. Uh, a completely different religion. He goes on to say, is only the more destructive of the Christian faith because it makes use of traditional Christian terminology. And this modern non-redemptive religion is called modernism or liberalism. So Christianity and liberalism, the title of the book, and in Machen's mind, uh, those are two entirely different worldviews, two entirely different faiths. So if I had to pull out a couple of important ideas from this book for regular pastors, I would just bring out uh, some of the differences that Machen lays out in the book between traditional historic Christianity and modern liberal Christianity. He says these two faiths have a different view of God and a different view of man, they have a different view of the Bible, they have a different view of Jesus, and they have a different view of salvation. So when it comes to God and man, he makes the point that the liberals have substituted the universal fatherhood of God for the awful transcendence of God. They have brought God so near in his fatherhood that they have forgotten, and they have pushed back on the idea that he is terrible and awful in his transcendence. And they've substituted the brotherhood 
of human beings and the goodness of man for the historic doctrine of total depravity. So there's an entirely different view of God at work here and an entirely different view of human beings. There's also a different view of the Bible. Historically, he makes the case that the church has always believed in the full, the plenary inspiration of the scriptures, whereas liberal, modern Christianity has great skepticism about not only inspiration, but also uh, inerrancy and authority and sufficiency. Uh, These two faiths, historic Christianity and liberalism, have a different view of Jesus. Historically, the church has held to the orthodox position that Jesus is fully divine, he's fully human, he is one person with two natures. Liberalism essentially says he's a nice guy who maybe, possibly, at the end of his life came to think of himself as a divine figure, Uh, but the liberal version of Christianity strips all the miracles away from the stories of Jesus. So different view of God and man, different view of the Bible, different view of Jesus, and different view of salvation. Uh, Historically, the church says that our salvation is rooted in the redemption that Christ secured at the cross. Uh, That's grounded in the doctrine of substitutionary atonement. Liberalism wants nothing to do with that and instead is just hoping for a moral reformation and a, a societal transformation. If I had to pull one favorite quote out of this book, uh, it's really hard to do. There's a lot of good stuff, but I would probably turn to page 91. Machen's talking about the exclusivity of the gospel. He's defending the exclusivity of the gospel. And he acknowledges that the liberal argument, the liberal objection to the exclusivity of the gospel is that it's such a narrow view. It's such a, a small window of people who can find salvation. And Machen says this in response. He says, in answer to the objection, it may be said simply that the Christian way of salvation is narrow only so long as the church chooses to let it remain narrow. And in that quote, you hear his heart for missions. Uh, Machen not only founded a new denomination in a new seminary or helped to found those things, but he also founded a new mission board. And he had a heart for the true gospel to be preached in all its glory to a lost and a dying world. So if I had to pull out any ministry takeaway from this book, I think what I would do is go to the very last chapter where he talks about the church. And there's a couple of ideas that I think are really, really important in this last chapter. He, he warns Christians, especially pastors, about what he calls low standards for ordination. He's talking about how do we pick teachers, how do we pick people for boards and leadership and eldership and all the rest. And he just warns that doctrine matters and we ought to have a high standard when it comes to ordination and the doctrine that we expect, the theology that we expect. We cannot have low standards without having disastrous consequences as well. He also talks about the idea in, the, in this last chapter that, yes, we are called to take the gospel to the world. We don't want the exclusivity of the gospel to make the gospel narrow. We don't, we don't want to hold back the gospel from those who need to hear it. At the same time, we as believers have to defend the gospel from within. So, yes, we're taking it out to the world, but we're also watching for those who creep in unnoticed, uh, who are threatening to undermine the faith once for all delivered to the saints. And Machen just makes the point that we have to do both of those things. You can't pick or choose. You have to do both. You have to take the gospel out, but you also have to defend it at home. 
I don't have much of a criticism of this book. Uh, I read it as an outsider in the sense that Machen is a Presbyterian, and I'm a Baptist. And I would just note that Machen makes a wonderful case for regenerate church membership and congregational church government uh, in his chapter on the church. Both of those arguments would make a Baptist proud. If you look this up on Goodreads, you'll find it's got a rating of 4.25. When I reviewed it and rated it on Goodreads, I gave it a solid five stars. I think it's a tremendous book. Uh, When it comes to, to recommending who should read it, I think pastors and members of mainstream Protestant churches who are wrestling with the doctrines that they're hearing from the pulpit or the doctrines that they are not hearing from the pulpit ought to read this book. It's not a difficult read. It's not a long read. uh, And it describes the issues at stake in mainstream Protestant churches very, very well. I realize the book's 100 years old. I realize Machen was wrestling with these issues 100 years ago uh, up in New England. However, many of the battles that are decades old and a century old up in the churches in the New England area are still being fought in small-town Bible Belt churches all across America, mainline Protestant, mainstream Protestant churches uh, that are just now really wrestling with some of these very issues that historic Christianity and modern liberal Christianity are entirely different faiths. So the book's almost 100 years old. I think it still has tremendous value for those who want to understand these issues, uh, and for those who are in churches and denominations that are not wrestling with these these issues, the book is a great call uh, both to missions and to a defense of the faith once for all delivered to the saints. So that is J. Gresham Machen, Christianity and Liberalism. Thanks for listening to the Regular Pastor Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for weekly episodes. Uh, Thanks in advance for giving us an A-plus rating. You can follow Regular Pastor online at regularpastor.com. You can find me on Goodreads by searching for Landon Coleman. If you have a book recommendation or a request, uh, I would love to hear it. Landon at emmanuelodessa.com. Until next week, this is The Regular Pastor, out. Out.